the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, February the 2nd, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1536, present-day present day, uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina, was founded by Pedro Mendoza. He was from Spain. Today in 1653, New Amsterdam was incorporated. We know it as New York City. Today in 1887, Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, held its first Groundhog Day festival. I heard this morning, I think I heard on the news this morning, that this um, Groundhog, Puxatawney, Phil, saw his shadow. Does that mean we're going to have more winter or less winter? I think shadow means more winter. I'm not sure. But anyway, I think I heard that he or noticed somewhere in the news that he saw his shadow. But um, I think Puxatawney Phil is probably not in control of a, a great deal, particularly the weather. But today in 1913, New York City's rebuilt Grand Central Terminal, it officially opened to the public at one minute past midnight. Today in 1925, the legendary Alaska Serum Run, it ended as the last um, of the series of dog mushers, the dog teams, brought a life-saving treatment to Nome, Alaska. I think a movie was made about that and all the hardship they went through, but the, the dog teams and the guys that uh, were with the dog teams got that serum in. It was a dip, uh, diphtheria epidemic, and um, they were able to save the lives of the people in, in, uh, in Alaska, in Nome, uh, because the dogs came through, and so I, I'm pretty sure that was made into a movie. Today, in 1943, the remainder of uh, the Nazi forces from the Battle of Stalingrad, they surrendered in a major victory for the Soviets in World War II. Today, in 1980, NBC News reported the FBI had conducted a sting operation targeting members of Congress using a phony Arab businessman in what became known as Abscam. I'd forgotten about that till I saw that this morning when I was doing a little research for this program. I remember it well, though. It was there was a lot of red faces in Washington D.C. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today, in 2006, House Republicans elected John Boehner of Ohio as the new majority leader to replace Tom DeLay. Just a few moments ago, there was a news brief that was just just came out like 10 minutes ago. The um, Jeff Zucker has been the uh, head of CNN, the news channel. It's been failing miserably. They're, they're crazy to the left. And they have probably, they're probably the lowest rated of all of the news channels. Fox is the highest rated, and there are others in between. But CNN has, is, is the oldest, I think. It's been around forever. And uh, at one time, it was highly respected. I remember that. Uh, but not so in recent years. Anyway, Jeff Zucker has been the uh, head of that. He, in a surprising announcement, I guess, this morning, 
he uh, said just moments ago, he put he wrote he put this in writing to the board or the ownership of the CNN. He said, as part of the investigation into Chris Como's tenure at CNN, I was asked about a consensual relationship with my closest colleague, someone I have worked with for more than 20 years. I acknowledged the relationship involved in recent years. I was required to disclose it when it began, but I didn't. I was wrong. As a result, I am resigning today. So he's gone. He's been very controversial. He is one of the he is one of the most far left crazies I have noticed, and I pay attention to a lot of people with whom I disagree. But he was so far out there. Sometimes he didn't make sense. So I don't know what CNN will do now if they'll put someone like him in charge, or if they'll try to go a little different direction. I would think somebody is looking at their balance sheet, and it can't be good. Because their their ratings, I kind of followed the ratings of the various uh, news channels and TV stations, radio, and so on. And um, boy, it, it's it's pathetic. And so I, I I've got to think somebody's going to say, you know, we're going to change what we believe a little bit here and go a little bit different direction. But maybe not. You never know. You never know. Christopher Ray is a former. FBI director, he was speaking at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and Museum in Simi Valley, California, this weekend. He said the United States is facing a new level of threat from the Chinese regime that's more brazen, more damaging than ever before. We talked a little bit about that yesterday here. He said, when we tally up what we see in our investigations, over 2,000 of which are focused on the Chinese government trying to steal our information or technology, there's just no country that presents a broader threat to our ideas, innovation, and economic security than China. He went on, he gave a speech, he went on, but a couple of other comments that he made, he, he said, these theft incidents have been happening literally every day, I'm quoting him. He noted that the Bureau, the FBI, is opening new cases to counter China's intelligence operations about every 12 hours. He said they identify key technologies to target China. And um, he said China's industrial blueprint is known as Made in China 2025. He said then they throw every tool in their arsenal at stealing the technology to succeed in those areas. That is the war that the left is ignoring, they are denying, is happening. And that's why we talked about it yesterday and we talk about it from time to time on this program because I believe that God would have his people to be informed. There's so much happening in our world today. So much of it is negative. And sometimes I get so tired of it, I'd like to just push it off the edge of a cliff. But that's not how you make things go away, by being informed and then by focusing on God himself and his word is how we deal with some of the things that are happening in our world and in our culture each and every day. But you know, this isn't new to us in 2022. Many years ago, the Apostle Paul wrote to the Roman Christians, and he said in chapter 15, verse 13, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, 
that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. I think therein lies the key, regardless of what's happening in our world, maybe in our community, maybe even in our family. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. A little chorus that I know they sang in our church when I was growing up, and perhaps some of you remember that little chorus as well. It's true. The more we focus on the Lord as the source, the beginning and the end, the Alpha, the Omega, the more we focus upon the Lord in believing, the more we can abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us as believers. So that is the word of the Lord for today. But God would have us to be informed. We can be informed without being overcome. And that's what must happen. Because if we are not informed, we will fall into some of the categories that history shows us is devastating. The House Democrats have been blocking the GOP from holding border crisis hearings on Capitol Hill. Some of the very conservative Republicans have been calling, demanding that they have a, a meeting. The members of the House Freedom Caucus, led by Scott Perry, he's a Republican from Pennsylvania, he said they've been trying to get the leaders of the Democratic Party who are in the majority, to have a hearing on the U.S.-Mexican border. It is disastrous. The news, they say, is trying to avoid it. The president won't talk about it, nor will he even visit the border. Kamala Harris is going to root out the, you know, the, 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 the core problems, the reasons for it. I mean, she gets real philosophical, because you can't measure that. If you talk about real results then you could measure it. If someone says, I'm going to build a wall, and they start building a wall, you go, yeah, they're doing that. Trump was pretty good at that because he was used to living in the real world. These guys don't live in the real world. They live in a political world that's just haze and it's smoke and mirrors. And I mean, there's no real reality in a lot of what they do, our public servants. So they can say, well, we're working on it. That's a one of their favorite phrases is, well, we've got to do the work. We have to do the work. And we're making progress. There's, uh, they're always making progress. Well, it's very subjective. I mean, progress toward what? What kind of progress? Well, nobody knows. We're making progress. So that's the maze that the United States is caught in today in our culture. So the members of this House Freedom Caucus have been begging to have a hearing, so they wouldn't do it. So anyway, yesterday they went down the street to this other place in Washington, D.C., called in all of the people they wanted to interview, and they all showed up, and they held this off-campus, so to speak, off the the D.C. campus. They held this hearing, and it was actually kind of productive. They learned quite a bit, and um, they, they, went, they went to this. Uh, it was one of the organizations, I think it was Freedom Works, one of the organizations, nonprofit, very conservative organization that are based in Washington, D.C., they have a big meeting room there, so they just used their facility. It was just a few blocks from from the Capitol, from Capitol Hill. 
And um, it was pretty productive from what I read that these guys were saying when they came out of the meeting. But they said, we've repeatedly requested that congressional committees hold hearings to investigate the state of the border crisis and the policies that created the crisis. But we're sitting here off campus because Democratic chairs, uh, Democrat chairs have no interest in this. Neither does the Biden administration, nor will they even give us access to rooms and facilities to hold these types of meetings. That was Representative Andy Biggs. He's a Republican from Arizona. And uh, he said that in his opening remarks, there was quite a few press people there as well. And they reported extensively on it. I won't talk more about what they said, but the main thing they focused on was the fact that there's no parole authority that exists under law that allows uh, President Biden to do what he's doing. And what he's doing is he's putting illegal aliens on planes in the middle of the night, and he's flying them into all of these cities around the country. And he continues to do that. They said they had stopped that, but yet these guys are saying, no, they haven't. And it's very secretive. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that today because this, I, I have been around a while. I'm over 40 now, and I, I've seen some things, and I have never seen anything like this from some of the most liberal presidents we've had and some of the most liberal presidents even that weren't around in my lifetime but I've read about I mean they had their views and you know LBJ and all of these guys I mean they were really to the left but I've never seen anything like what we're seeing today and I think many of you would agree if you've been paying attention but anyway they're finding there is no legal authority given to the president to do the stuff that he's doing. It's, it, it, it comes under a, what they call Title 42, but they say that doesn't apply to what President Biden is doing. And they, one of the guys from the, uh, the uh, conservative Republican, he said, we've allowed the criminal cartels to create billions of dollars in revenue at the expense of U.S. citizens who died at a record rate as a result of the drugs that are being brought into the country, as well as the human trafficking. And it is epidemic. This Russell Johnson, he's a New Mexico cattle rancher. He's a former Border Patrol agent. He testified. He said the border wall was working, that, that former President Trump was, was building. He said, across my land. He has a huge ranch there, I guess. And he said it was a welcome addition to the ranch. But he says because the wall construction was stopped by President Biden, he said there's a gap on my on my ranch that didn't get finished because of Biden. And he said the people are pouring through that gap in the wall that didn't get finished. He said, I found my first clue on the Rio Grande Riverbank on the Mexican side. And he goes on to tell his stories about what's happening. He's not talking about in America. He's talking about on his own ranch, private property. There's no respect for private property. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that today because we need to be up to speed on this and what's happening. In fact, one news organization was calling yesterday was calling this Joe Biden's uh, travel agency. And that's kind of what it comes down to. It's kind of a, a border invasion from within. 
usually you think of an invasion as someone from the outside pushing their way into a country or the sovereignty of some nation or state or whatever. No, this is the reverse of that. It's kind of a Trojan horse kind of a situation. I want to thank all of you who support this ministry. It is uh, very important. We need your support. I mentioned the other day that particularly those of you who listen to KB, KPDQ in, out of Portland, in Portland and in southwest Washington and Salem and so on, I uh, we need your help. We're not quite making budget. We need to make budget because we operate uh, totally um, current and uh, in the black. And if we don't, then we don't operate. So I would encourage you to pray about it if you're listening in Oregon or Southwest Washington, help us get to that budget number, and uh, we need it each month. And I know there are those of you listening because I hear that there are, and I see some of the statistics. And uh, so I would encourage you to prayerfully consider supporting us, and to all of you who support us all across Washington State and in Arizona and and uh, Bakersfield and so on. Thank you so much. And if you feel that this is worthwhile and timely, this program that we do originating live each morning at 9 a.m., and then some of you hear it just a little bit later in the day, but it's very, very um, current in the sense of it isn't something that's canned that you can play over and over again. So it's an extra effort, not only on my part, but on the part of others to make this happen every day. So thank you for helping us with our budget. We need your help. I wouldn't be here without you. Thank you. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. As I said, President Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi go all out to protect the Ukraine. We talked about that the other day, their national sovereignty. At the same time that they're talking about saving Ukraine, and I I have Ukrainian friends. There's a, a great, a strong church among the, the Ukrainians. I mean, they're fantastic people. I, I know them. I, I've met and worked with some of the pastors from Ukraine. Uh, so I don't have any issue with Ukraine, but it's such a stark difference between how our public servants look at America and how they look at any other country. In this case, it happens to be Ukraine. But they go all out about the national sovereignty. We must protect them. And Nancy Pelosi, she shuffles around the halls of power there and, and gets in front of her lectern and, and wears her matching mask to her the dress of the day and so on. And, and she, she makes a big deal out of, out of, out of national sovereignty. Yeah, I, we all agree. God agrees. The Bible very clearly teaches national sovereignty, borders, culture. That's God's plan. But why does she not apply that to the United States? Neither does the president. Under the cover of darkness, the New York Post is saying, every night the federal government is transporting illegal migrants as fast as it can away from the border on secret charter flights into unsuspecting communities around the country. That's why these guys wanted a meeting in D.C., these elected officials. Two million illegal immigrants from dozens of countries crossed over from Mexico last year. The Biden administration is facilitating the cartels in their people smuggling operation at taxpayer expense. I'm not going to get into the drug part of this 
but millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in drugs are going across, particularly fentanyl, which is highly deadly. They're killing our people. But let's talk about the human trafficking. The New York Post says, under the cover of darkness every night, the federal government is transporting illegal immigrants as fast as it can on secret charter flights into unsuspecting communities. Officials have lied and obstructed the few journalists who have tried to reveal the truth. Town Hall put out a cartoon yesterday, and I included it in an article that I wrote on our website. We write one every weekday. It's on faithandfreedom.us. Uh, and be sure it's not U.S., because there's a lot of faith and freedoms out there nowadays. There wasn't when we started this column, but there is now. But anyway, I included in that a cartoon, and it shows Air Force One, and there's a kind of a banner on it. It says night flights, and Air Force One is, is flying across the United States, and you can see the U.S. below it. They're just dropping these guys out, and their parachutes are opening, and it says illegal immigrants. And it's kind of kind of funny, but it's funny because it's true, and it's not that funny. But the Post says there's nothing short of a betrayal of the American people. And they're not the only ones saying this. Others are. A government contractor told a Westchester County a police officer in a conversation that was recorded on a cop's body cam on the tarmac, tarmac at the county airport, not an international or even national airport, a county airport. He said the government is betraying the American people. The men were standing beside a Boeing 737. It was flown in from Fort Bliss, Texas, by Aero Airways under charter by the federal government. And it's not just one, it's many. But this one happens to be. Let me tell you about it. The, the, the cam, the body cam that this officer just kept it running. And then he turned it over to people because he's upset, too. It's 51-minute video, and I have a link of that in the article I wrote today. But it's been actually, they didn't want to release it, but it was obtained through a Freedom of Information, a FOIA Act. And throughout the video, uh, the, the footage of this video, the police sergeant, this Michael Hembroski, uh, is ex- expressing frustration that the local police have been giving no information about the flights arriving after curfew at the airport in breach of security protocols. He said, we're in charge in our county here, where this airport is. He said, we're in charge of, of keeping the peace and security. He said, these planes, these big planes, 737s fly in here and they just disgorge all these people. And he said, you talk to the pilots you talk to the people with them and they where are you going we don't know but there are buses meeting us here it is bizarre i mean it's if it were written as a novel you'd think ah, that, that that that's not very plausible i mean that doesn't sound realistic but the footage shows this hamborski courteously but persistently questioning a dozen federal contractors they're bustling around on the tarmac overseeing the migrants disembarking boarding uh, these buses that all of a sudden show up. The buses on the side of the bus, they're charter buses, it says American Dream. Hamborski says the plane arrived at 11.48 p.m. And he said they arrive at all different times, but it's always in the middle of the night. He says the contractors that he's supposed to keep, he, he said, as a contractor, he says he's supposed to keep everything secure, so they, they gave him, you know, some of their... ID 
But he said they they tell him we're not allowed to have our picture taken when we get on the base. Hambroski explodes into some words that I'm not going to get into today. I don't say those words, and, and I don't think you want to hear those words. So we'll skip all that. But he says it is awful, <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. But he asks another contractor why they're coming to a small airport like Westchester. The reply, this is a quote from someone in charge that are kind of overseeing this middle-of-the-night invasion under the Biden administration. The reply, quote, you don't want to be in somewhere the spotlight is. You want to be you want to try and be as down low as possible. A lot of this is just down low stuff that we don't tell people because what we don't want to do is attract attention. We don't want the media like we don't even know where we're going when they tell us. Abrowski finally learns from one of the bus drivers that Delaware and Virginia are the two destinations this particular night. And this was just a, just a short time ago. And another one may be headed for Madison or New Jersey, Wisconsin or New Jersey. And there's another one they think of these buses headed to Maryland. And Borsky says to one of the drivers, he said, you're on a secure facility here. And he said, we don't really know anything. We're in charge of security. We don't even know who you are. The bus driver responds and he says this, and this is a quote. He said, yeah. He said, I used to pick up basketball teams with my bus. He said, they actually have more security. When asked later in an interview, a Biden administration official essentially said, no one heard about this because it ran so smoothly. That's how the government is supposed to work. Meanwhile, the Sergeant Hamborski, in another conversation on the tarmac, asked another government-contracted bus driver why this is happening like this. The contracted bus driver says, you know why. Look who's in office. You know why. Because if this gets out, the government is betraying the American people. He knows that. Everyone knows that. Well, it's gotten out now. Border Patrol is reporting it's a billion-dollar business smuggling people. Human trafficking. Under the guise and the leadership of this administration. The report says that the the cartels, there's two cartels that control the border, neither of which are U.S., of course. They charge between $8,000 and $15,000 per person, depending on the person and where they're coming from. One of the migrants who was detained at the time this during this video was being made uh, said that they paid, um, I think they said they paid $6,000, $6,000 to come over from Mexico. These cartels bring them across the border. It's pretty easy to do. Some others told KTSM TV, a local television station, that they have spotters on both sides of the border, these cartels, Mexican cartels, and they have drones and they're monitoring all everything the U.S. is doing. They're monitoring it and they have, they're well organized and they know what's going on all the time. It's an annual billion dollar business. That's why people are upset about this administration and that the media tries to cook this down as to, well, it's just a political difference of, of opinion. No, it isn't. It's, it's a fight for life in our culture, in our country that we love. That's what it is. It's not a difference of opinion politically. 
forget that. That that's a smokescreen. This is about life and death. It's about our children, our grandchildren. It is about tomorrow in America. Hey, thanks for being with me today. It's always a privilege. Thank you for your support. We will continue this conversation tomorrow right here. I'll see you then. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.